Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. The sun, the electric sun, the sun is considered an anode, a spherical sun, increasing current density plasma to 8,000 volts per cubic meter. So what's happening is the anode represents positive charge, which is attracting the negative electrons in the current, and the cathode on the other side of the plasma would be negative, attracting the positive charge ions. And this would, this effect then creates plasma. The sun's electric current is passing through plasma. Um, the Birkeling currents are electric currents that flow geomagnetic along geomagnetic lines uh, between the Milky Way and the sun. Now, the same thing is true with the Birkeling currents that are traveling between the sun and the earth. They're following geomagnetic field lines. Um, they manifest themselves in the auroral borealis in the upper atmosphere. The auroral Birkeling currents carry about 100,000 amperes during quiet times and more than a million amperes during geomagnetic disturbances. Birkeling have estimated currents at heights of several hundred kilometers and strengths up to a million amperes. Birkeling currents occur in pairs of field alignment she uh, current sheets. One pair extends from noon through the dusk to the mid-sector. So if you look at it, it almost looks like a trough where you have uh, Birkeling currents hitting one part of the earth and then traveling horizontally um, and to the other part and where those currents occur um, that there's this this Birkeling currents were powering the uh, in the terawatt region of electric power in the upper atmosphere maybe about 30 times the energy consumption in New York in a heat wave so the currents themselves form the plasma. Um, now, what, what seems to be happening with the sun is you have a Birkeling current and it's, it's, uh, it's been powering these granule, granules on the sun. So they become like cells on the sun and they create magnetic fields and that magnetic field is a result of current movement. So mag there, there can be no magnetic field without current. And the as the current occurs, that will create an electromagnetic field around the sun. And, and that was previously, before electric sun theory, it was believed to be created by electromagnetic convection loops on the sun. But we know now that it's created by current, and current can move through plasma.
Okay, so largely what we see is the behavior of Birkeland currents is what we know in uh, how they interact between the sun and the earth. But we can also understand that on the sun, there must be a double arc plasma layer where the plasma is trapped between uh, powerful electromagnetic fields and it's creating high energy plasma as a result of energy that's entering current that's entering through the twisted pair Birkeling current that's coming from the Milky Way, center of the Milky Way or, or uh, to the sun and powering it, causing plasma to form. Now that, be con that can be created in uh, the laboratory through the Sapphire experiment where they used an anode and a cathode and pass a current through it with a gas in the center, and it creates a high-energy plasma. That's the same effect as what the double arc reaction of the sun does. And, and so the cathode is positive. The chromosphere is where the anodes of the sun occur. Tufts, the surface of the sun, determines the brightness. Okay, just how, what is the radius of the sun? The radius of the sun is approximately 695,000 kilometers or 432,450 miles. The sun's nearly perfectly spherical. It has the equator diameter and its polar diameter differ by only 6.2 miles. The sun's radius is usually defined as the radius to the layer of the sun's photosphere, where the optical depth is two-thirds. The solar radius is fundamental unit of size based on the radius of the Earth's sun or the distance from its center to the outer surface. Okay. Now, the surface of the sun, the surface of the sun is approximately... 6.9 to the 10 to the 12th power square kilometers. Um, the sun is a hot sphere of gas and its surface is called the photosphere. It has a temperature of around 6,000 Kelvin. The photosphere is the layer of the sun that emits the most visible light and is what we see on Earth. <clears throat> now, the chronosphere is where the high energy plasma occurs and it has a temperature around 2 million degrees. Um, how, much, how much energy is in the plasma? 8,000 volts per cubic meter. And that's more, that's more energy than, um, than can be accounted by fusion. The core of the sun has a density of up to 150 grams per centimeter cubed, and it must have a temperature for fusion to occur around 15.7 million Kelvin. But that doesn't account for the large power output of the sun, which um, fusion would not account for because it's a rare event. It doesn't happen that much because of it lacks the, the temperature and pressures required to generate the amount of energy that the sun produces. Um, 
Okay, how much energy does the sun produce? Okay, the sun produces 1.23 to 10 to the 35th power joules of energy in one year. All combined, the sun produces 380 um, billion terajoules of energy each second, which is equivalent to 1 billion joules per terajoule. And it would produce 430 quadrillion joules of energy each hour that the sun emits uh, energy. So we can see that the sun surface does matter in terms of the amount of energy that is being produced. And why is that the case so? Um, surface area is required because of the joules and the, excuse me, the granules, number of granules on the surface of the sun, the 1,000 kilometer granules, and the beginning of the Birkeland current or field currents on each one of those granules and formation of ions that are being emitted from the sun and the for, that because of the hydrogen of the sun and the emission of the um, sun, it, it's creating that high temperature. Now, the granules increase as the current density increases. Electrical force is a force on the ions. Converging streams leaving the sun. The corona has no filaments. Ions ex exist, exist in the double layer of the sun. So the double arc layer of the sun in the chromosphere. Electric current is entering at the sun at its polar crown promises. Plasma streams, Berkeley currents to the different planets like Jupiter, Saturn, uh, Earth in the solar system. Now, it's interesting. There's a part of the arc mode that is opaque in the uh, sun's production. So you have the corona that's forming, you have uh, filaments that are forming from the sun, and then there's an arc mode that's opaque, that's not visible in the sun. Um, so in summary of the electric universe, the sun itself is an anode or it has positive charge charge, and it's attracting negative electrons on one side. And the earth uh, would be the cathode uh, when the Berkeley current exits that sun and connects to the earth. So we, we should be able to see that effect and measure it, which, uh, which we are able to do. And so a lot of our understanding of the electric sun is the electric sun's interaction with Earth. Why does the energy density of the sun increase as voltage from the Birkeling current decrease?
The sun is a vacuum capacitor which gets its charge from the energy of the Birkeland current flowing into it. Centrifugal force causes the electric charge to be stored in the equator regions and the energy density is greatest in the equator. The energy density of the sun is greatest in the equator and decreases towards the pole. The reason for this is the solar system is a closed electrical circuit and the magnetic field is a transducer that transforms the electric energy in the circuit into mechanical energy, the centrifugal force stored in the sun. Now, the Birkeland current is a set of electric currents that flow along geometric lines. The strength of the Birkeland current changes with activity in the magnetosphere and small-scale variations in the upper current sheets, uh, sheets accelerate magnospheric electrons, which, when they reach the upper atmosphere, create the aurora borealis. When the ionic sphere convection is fixed, constant voltage source, Birkeland currents are increased in the regions of relatively high conductivity. Uh, that's another way of saying that their plasma is there and that plasma is conductive. The voltage from the Birkeland current is directly proportional to the solar wind electric field as long as the Birkeland current's data products are expressed. Okay, so um, I find that interesting, that definition that the sun is a vacuum capacitor which gets its charge from the energy of the Birkeland current flow. So if the Birkeland current flow were to stop suddenly, what would happen to the sun? Would it continue to, uh, would the chronosphere continue to ignite or would it stop? And if you, are, if you believe that fusion is creating the energy necessary to power the sun, well, it may power part of the sun. I'm not disputing that. And there might be fusion reactions, but it wouldn't be enough to produce the amount of energy that the sun releases. Uh, so the, the effect of having no Birkeland current would, in essence, I think, cause the uh, chronosphere to, to probably decrease the electromagnetic fields would and it would be like solar flares where they, there's disruptions in the electromagnetic um, field strengths on the sun, which then cause the ejection of plasma out into space. You could even get a larger events like the solar proton ejections where um, the, the mass of the, the different uh, matter in the sun is being ejected out into space. And... And that, that can pass through the uh, magnosphere of the Earth and, and uh, be, be intercepted in the upper atmosphere of the Earth and cause electrical problems um, through, like in the 17th century when uh, that occurred. Maybe the, the solar proton ejection also caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. So... Again, this, this evidence of understanding what's happening with the sun 
is uh, evident by the, the effect of the Birkeland current on the earth.